0: It's a new, it's you right. Creating a lie. coach will get you right. Creating a lie.
1: coach get you
0: right. Welcome to the Realtor Life Podcast, a part of bnd TV's weekly lineup of shows. I am your host, Michael G. Davis, broker and CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, Realtor Plus Business Coach. Uh, We have another phenomenal guest for today, as always. Super excited about this person. Uh, But before I bring them on, I want to remind you that we are streaming live, live, live to the Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm Business Facebook. And YouTube channel. So, for those of you all that are checking us out live, we invite you to place your comments and questions in the live chat and take part in the show. Also, if you have a real estate need, like looking to buy a house or putting your house on the market for sale, uh, we invite you to stay on after the show for a very special message just for you. Uh, In addition to that, if you are thinking about getting your real estate license, there's a lot of that going on these days. Uh, You may be one of those individuals, uh, or maybe you have your real estate license already and you are considering making a change. Uh, We also invite you to stay on because we have a message for you as well after the show. All right. So without further ado, uh, what everybody's come to see, we want to bring to the stage. Uh, She's a real estate professional, mortgage professional. Uh, She's a credit literacy advocate, super passionate about getting more black people in the homes, to understand that the opportunity still exists. I want to bring to the stage today, Miss Catherine Jones-Hunter.
1: Good afternoon, hey. everyone. How are you all doing today? Oh, <laughs> thank you, man. Michael, for the invitation.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, Catherine. We are super excited to have you here on the show. We want to say thank you for allowing us your time, uh, giving us an opportunity to open up the window into your life. So we definitely want to say thank you for that. Um, you know, the, you. Thing, the thing about the Real to Life podcast, the whole reason that I created it, Catherine, was because of my 18 years of being in the real estate industry. I feel that as real estate professionals, we hadn't been appreciated. Like our clients, customers, sometimes even our colleagues, they put us in a box, not recognizing that we're people too, people with passion, right. um, many layers, people with many layers. So I wanted to create a platform uh, where real estate professionals like yourself, could come on and showcase the many passions that we have in addition to being in real estate. Um, Also, because I'm a self-proclaimed real estate and business coach, we do a little bit of coaching as well uh, if the opportunity presents itself. So um, I always like to start off, I know as people hear your story and they learn more about you, they're going to want to be able to connect with you uh, digitally. So uh, where can people find you on social media?
1: I am primarily on Facebook under Katherine Hunter, as well as uh, LinkedIn under Katherine Hunter. Uh, I do Instagram, but more so than not, I'm on Facebook or LinkedIn. So that's all. No I behind on, on Instagram. It's all Katherine Hunter
0: straight across the board. All right. So no I, no I. So we'll get no that I. fixed. So we make okay. sure that the people uh, get the right get the right handle. So Katherine Hunter, no I uh, across the board. Well, awesome. So, again, this show is about you know passions, you know what we're doing outside of real estate. So, I always like to start everybody off talking about hobbies or activities. So, what are some of the hobbies or activities uh, that you uh, or your family are a part of?
1: Well, first and foremost, we are members of Brentwood Baptist Church. I've been there for over thirty plus years. Um, My advocacy for church life is with them. My growth and development all started right there. starting at the age of 13. uh, I come from a single parent household in the sense that my father was killed when I was six years old. So some of the things that resonate going on today uh, that started for me at a very early age. Uh, but within that, uh, through church development and growth ministries within the church, I still was able to function and and evolve and become the person that I am today. Uh, and all of that, even with my mom being a single family uh, mother or a single mother, uh, she always taught a, taught me, I was an only child, taught me how to give back, no matter what your circumstances are. So I take that. To heart, I feel like whatever I can do to improve or make someone else's life better. That's my purpose. And that's what I try to do. So heavy involvement with church and heavy involvement with the community. That's what I do daily. It's just second wow. nature to me.
0: <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So, you know, with your involvement in the church, what are some of the roles that you play at Brentwood?
1: I have been an ursher since 2002. (laughs) That's where I think I find my stronghold. You will find today probably I am a shy person. It does not appear that way sometimes, but I really am. Uh, But ushering, greeting, serving, giving someone that warm smile and that how may I help you, that's That's just who I am. So that's in my church life. That's what I do. Uh, I have been the coordinator for the Lemonade Day over the youth. My children were highly active in in the youth activities. So for four years um, prior to COVID, I was over the I chaired the Lemonade Day efforts there, teaching youth entrepreneurship, as well as a member of the small business ministry at Brentwood. So and wherever the need, just like with real estate, wherever my need may be or whatever the need may be, I try to fill in, be it behind the scenes or uh, in an active role. So
0: Awesome. And th- I mean, that's a great segue for me to kind of brag on you a little bit. Uh, we just recently had our Texas Association of Real Estate Brokers uh, conference that Catherine Hunter was the chair for uh, and did a phenomenal job. So uh, I see that it looks like Brentwood's Gave you a lot of opportunities to prepare you uh, to put together uh, the phenomenal show that you did uh, on this these last couple of weeks. So why don't you tell them a little bit about your participation with, you know, HBREA or NARAB, TRAB and kind of what that's all about
1: awesome i'm glad you felt the conference was a success um on our end we felt it was we 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 saw a lot of collaboration we saw a lot of networking so i'm that was our purpose madam uh shannon higgins she was the co-chair and through everything no matter what was going on that's what our end Our end goal was to have you all have our members come in and meet new people, get educated on some of the newer things that's out there and leave with a sense of motivation to continue to do what we do every day. Um, My relationship with the Houston Black Real Estate Association started about 2012. I've been in the industry for over 16 years, but uh, once I began working at Wells Fargo under Ms. Follow Solomon, that's where I became familiar with the organization. She said, that's where you need to go. That's what you, you know, I want to encourage you to actively participate. I took that literally, and that's what I've done. Uh, So since 2000, so it's about 10 years now. I've been a member, actively engaged, uh, co-chair with Ms. Shirley Penn for the Lender Circle. Uh, committee, as well as any other organization or uh, needs, community-based needs, the Harris County and City of Houston, um, back-end advocacy groups, those are the, the channels that I participate in. Absolutely. Heavy advocate for community engagement and community involvement.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's how, you know, we've met one another through the organization, the Houston Black Real Estate Association. Uh, again, about advocacy, about democracy and housing, about equity and housing and real estate, um, and yeah, I'm just super impressed. You know what the audience may not understand is, is that the conference that Catherine put together covered the entire state of Texas. So we had people coming from the entire state, uh, and she was responsible for putting, for putting that two-day uh, event together. And uh, and yeah, it it, it went off. With a blast. I know y'all were probably in the back freaking out, sweating, but nobody could see it. So you guys did an excellent job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We we were pleased. The numbers were great and you all supported tremendously. But we all understand what the cause is. We we come together under any circumstance. Um, what our uh, our community does not understand is just a lot of back end things that go on to keep home ownership and to keep the ability for us to be able to purchase, to keep those things alive. And it does not take someone, uh, you're not appointed, you're not, you just have to jump in and do it. So, uh, and those that do real estate and do it with a passion, not just about a dollar, we know that our advocacy is what makes the difference. And we want to be people in the community that you can trust and feel comfortable with. So we give up time and energy and effort um, because for most of us, we do own a home. But we also know the responsibilities and the ability to sustain home ownership. That's important. So we, we cannot turn our backs on that. So whatever level of support that we have to give, that's what we do.
0: And, you know, one thing one of the things that I can see about you, Catherine, is that you're very passionate about people getting into houses. Like, what do you think that comes from? Like, why, why has it become so important to you personally to really get that message out uh, about the importance in, uh, of, of owning a home and getting people in, into a home? Why, what, what do you think that came from for you?
1: Well, as I stated earlier, I come from a single family home well, from my mom. My father was killed when I was six. He was uh, my father was a veteran. Uh, And because he had the right things in place, they had just purchased their home, brand new home six years prior. Uh, But because he had the right documents and things in place, we were able to, uh, my mom was able to pay that home off immediately upon his death. And that allowed me a stable place to grow up. So that was all I ever known was home ownership. I, I knew what it meant to own and I was not, uh, put in a situation where we had to move around. So to me, my grandfather owned his home. We had property throughout uh, the city. That's the lineage that my family comes from. But what I found was that in two thousand and. I want to say I was married in 94, so in '90, in 2000, the year 2000, is when I began to venture into home ownership on my own, mm-hmm. at that time, I had perfect credit, money in the bank, and was only trying to buy a home that was $84,000. And because we did not go through home buyer education or was not taught certain things, uh, I connected with someone that referred me to an agency and it was like the, the worst debacle the <laughs> of trying to buy this mm-hmm. home. And it was so bad that when we finally did get to the closing table, the sellers after seeing our documents, they were, no, we're not going to sell you our home today. If you go out and find another lender that will give you a good loan, you we will keep our home available for you, but we are not going to allow you to sign these documents today. That within itself was mind blowing. At that time I was expecting and I could not put myself back through that immediately. So fast forward two years later, uh, well, actually, three years later, we we want to venture into it again. Well, at that time, after having complications with my, my pregnancy and all, I had to be off of work for an extended period of time. My situation was a little bit different. My credit was not A plus. Uh, and I didn't have as much money as I had at that time. But I encountered a gentleman. Uh, someone referred me to this person and said, this is who you need to speak with. I en- encountered this gentleman and he said, you're going, it's, your credit is not bad. You know, you just need to do this and this. He told me a few things and he said, go select the home that you want. And I was like, eh, this can't be this easy because three years ago when, oh, I should have been able to buy, I could have almost paid cash for home. It was a totally different situation. He said, Miss, Miss Hunter, you and your family, you and your husband go out, select the home that you want. You can go get a brand new home and this is what's going to happen. And if I assure you, That through that process from January to July, everything he said happened. And on July 24th of 2004, we were able to close on our brand new home. Double, almost triple the cost of what we were looking for. So, but within that, because I'm an operations person and I am I originally went to school for journalism, inquiring minds want to know, I felt like even then when I would call, I had so many questions, you know, well, what's about this? Well, how this is gonna work. I wanted to ensure I was not going to land back in that same spot I was for three years prior. So after getting, uh, being able to purchase my own home and seeing where some of the holes could have been filled differently, That's what ignited the passion into me to want to be able to provide that information for others and to be able to help them understand. Yes, I can tell it to you, but I want to show you, I want you to understand why you're doing this, what your options are. This is what you need to do. This will put you in a better financial situation though. That is what I do every day. I don't just close loans. I try to educate and empower others to, to fully understand what it means to own a home and how to sustain it. It's easy to get in, but it's harder to remain and stay in. And and I'm blessed to say I've never written a subprime loan. I came in in 2005. Uh, to this day, I've never written a subprime loan. Uh, the customers that I have are re- quite often repeat buyers, uh, referrals, and that's how I've built my business. And that's yeah. what I do. It may take an extra hour or so to get them to where they need to be, but long-term, it makes a lo- a bigger impact.
0: Absolutely. And you know what, some of the audience may not understand or differentiate between you know the role of the realtor versus what you do from, a, from the mortgage side of things. Uh, to help them with that understanding, though I have a question that I want to pose, knowing that you have these inlets into the industry, one being a licensed realtor, one being a mortgage pro- professional, and you went in the direction of the mortgage side, what kind of prompted your decision to go in that vein versus get your real estate license?
1: I'm an operations person, so to me, uh, when you talk about the two paths, the realtor is more of the dominant salesperson. We're all salespeople at the end of the day because you have to sell your products and all. But for me, the back end side of it, understanding the numbers, I'm a numbers person. I'm a operations person. I'm a solutions person so understanding that piece of it was more intriguing to me than just oh let me find you a home and write the contract side of it whereas I'm not as good with getting out in the rain and, and going into the homes and showing and saying that's not me so if you stay in in alignment with what you're true to you typically have better success
0: yeah absolutely absolutely uh, you we know
1: get the of end of it sometimes, but it's rewarding just as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we, you know, as real estate and licensed people, we're, we're going to do a better job of appreciating our our partners uh, in the business. Matter of fact, I think uh, I think a lot of that needs to adjust on both sides. That's uh, correct. Of the spectrum of the spectrum. So, you know, what it sounds like, Catherine, is is that um, it's again very important for you as far as educating. Um, Do you see major voids, you know, now being in real estate for the last 16 years? um, And although, you know, I know the conversation is really real estate based, but we can clearly see how passionate you are about that portion of it. How how do you see or do you see a major gap as it relates to customers being truly educated uh, in, I guess, in 2022, you know, after you've been in this thing for 16 years, what, what, how would you grade the industry as a whole when it comes to that?
1: I would say we are probably at a C. Mm-hmm. We're not where we need to be. Um, one of the hardest things to, to grab hold to is for our community, I think our relationship with money is it, it's not the same as it is in other communities. And our understanding of the money game is not the same. We are more in kind to no matter how much education you go through, whatever we we have a hard time accepting that this is the first home may not be your forever home. But it's a step in the wealth building process and until we embrace that as a whole and especially in this market. Uh, challenges are still posed. And no matter how you, I know you are a heavy advocate for homebuyer education. Mm -hmm. I'm a heavy advocate. We'll get up every Saturday and stay up all day Sunday. Whatever we got to do to get the right messages out there, that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. But we have 75% of the people that we serve, it's like it comes in one ear and goes out the other, be it that when we say your affordability is at this amount, to where you can be comfortable, we still find those that want to do more or that will put themselves in a situation to do more than what we know to be affordable. And then six months into it, they see what we said. But at that point, it's too late. So our our relationship with understanding growth, start small and work up, has Mm -hmm. to... Uh, change a little bit our mindset on that, as well as understanding you know, any any form of home ownership is better than renting. Okay. And where you can get in, that's take that opportunity and and let it grow. People that purchased their homes five years ago, let's just say two thousand and eight. People that purchased their homes in two thousand and eight. Three years up until the past three years, they have they have accumulated almost in some areas up to one hundred thousand dollars in equity. Yeah. Michael, you and I both know how life changing that can be. Absolutely. I take an example. My niece, she purchased 2008. She sold her home 2019 right before COVID and all of that. And mm-hmm. she, even though she made a $70,000 profit, but what she did with that $70,000, she moved back home for a oh, moment. Yeah. She purchased land cash in Sunnyside. Mm. She, she purchased land cash in Sunnyside and she purchased pay She she's in the process of having a duplex bill. You're wow. talking about somebody with superb credit, money in the bank. Now owns additional land and is taking it to the next level. She took that step back to move home to take twenty steps forward. She could go out and right. purchase a home any day, even yeah. but she wanted to put those pieces together. And people of that time frame that purchased from two thousand eight all the way to thir- twenty thirteen, they have had the biggest growth of appreciation. Now, right. for some of us, what we don't understand is how our, in our community, we don't, we lose the opportunity to refinance when we need to. We don't take advantage of that. Sometimes, sometimes we don't understand what taking cash out to do something greater is it's mm-hmm. not, you don't take cash out of your home just to pay your everyday bills, Right. you take cash out to do something sub- substantial to add additional revenue. So that that appreciation, you don't lose that appreciation. Money is easy come and easy go if you don't have a plan for it. So there there are numerous pieces to this, but it all starts with home ownership. Yeah. The two biggest ways to overcome the racial wealth gap is home ownership and owning your own business. When you own your own business, The income is limitless, but as long as you are clocking in or reporting on a job, no matter what it may be, and it's not your company, you are under some form of limited income and to sustain, to grow and to close the gap. If you own your home and you got a small business, be it if it's a side thing, you are setting yourself apart.
0: Absolutely. No, I love that. And and that's a perfect segue into what my next question and I'm extremely curious about is, is that you mentioned about you being a part of the small business uh, ministry with Brentwood. uh, And I also noticed on your questionnaire, you talked about getting your minority uh, certification. So what is the, the small business, I guess, that you've kind of created? You want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Um. Technically, no, but I will. <laughs> I practice what I preach. <laughs> okay, I practice what I preach. Um, my, I have a 26-year-old son, and I have a 20... Oh, next year will be... a. I mean, next month will be a 20-year-old daughter. Wow. They have lived this life with me, and both um, are adamant that they want their own business. My son, he has an LLC for a mobile bartending service. And my daughter, she's in college now at PV too. She's getting her business marketing degree, mm-hmm. but ultimately she's getting that degree because when she finishes school, she wants to open her own bistro. Wow. For myself, I have a personal uh, interest with my husband to, uh, do expansion and getting into government contracts. Okay. So this life that I have with doing mortgages, I spend 90% of my time doing that. Right. So I kind of put that on the back burner to take care of business demands. Right. But on my questionnaire, as I filled this year in my self-care time, uh, I will be moving forward with getting the certifications for my business because a lot of us don't recognize and don't realize there are tons of opportunities mm. in government, federal, state, local, contracting and the opportunities you can get without having much investment um is there so i have to do what i tell you all to do and that's Mm -hmm. grow every day take take hold of the opportunities so that piece of it is more family related
0: and and what it sounds like Catherine, is that you're you're actually getting into a space uh because clearly i can see that education is important to you you're getting into a space when talking about these governmental contracts that, as our community, you keep saying our community, but baby, we just got to tell them the black folks. Come on, <laughs> black people, us. right? Us. us. <laughs> that, that that contracting, that that municipality contracting, federal, local, state is not a space that we really know a lot about. So, and as, it's
1: not that difficult,
0: right? Right, and it's always requires that, discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a big gap that you could fill for the community as well as as you get in there and you traverse that terrain to begin educating us on, you know, what we can do as well as to capitalize in that space. That's just not something that we've been made aware of in our community uh, as an opportunity.
1: That's my that's my goal, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um the in, in regards to the government contracting piece of it, there are opportunities. A lot of people don't even realize that if you at one point was unemployed or receiving unemployment during COVID, let's just say you were laid off during COVID, the state of Texas through WorkSource Solutions have uh, class offerings for additional certifications through metrics, and you're able to sign up through, for those classes free of charge. Take the opportunity to get those additional business courses underneath your belt. Mm -hmm. You can't start and you can't go forward unless you start. Right. You can do a DBA at the county for, I think it's $20, $25 to get your DBA through the county. Mm -hmm. Do your DBA. If you're doing side gigs. Don't just do it under your sole proprietorship. Do a DBA, start your company, go get a business bank account, go put the pieces in place. Once you got $300, then get your state LLC. Mm -hmm. Then you can incorporate, you can put five DBAs under that. You can do several different things, but it all starts the day you start and get it in place because most places, most to get government contracts, they want you to be in business. They want to see what revenue you've had for the past two years. So until you actually form your company and form your business bank account and start putting if it's $50 regularly putting it in there to show you got some type of revenue coming in then your start date continues to be pushed out. Do that today while you're thinking about it. Yeah. Let's learn do it today while you're just thinking about it saying I'm going to do this today And if you uber if you lift if you whatever you do as a side, do you sell potato salad? Whatever it may be have that money go in through that business bank account And take advantage of that and build on it at the end of the year you'll be surprised how much you've made Extra wow file your taxes don't write off everything we we again we have to look at things for what they are as business owner yeah you want to claim your expenses you want to write off but you don't want it to be to your detriment for those first two years show some type of positive revenue even if it means you got to pay an extra two hundred dollars or to uncle sam now if you're making thirty thousand plus then it it may cost you a little bit more but the reward to that is you may pay him five hundred or fifteen hundred this year but the in two years where you can sign up and get a contract that you pretty much as a minority, as a woman owned minority business or as a minority owned business that you can get without even bidding on and you get a 50 to $75,000 contract right off the bat. yeah No bidding required. It, it paid for itself, what? Right. 10 times over. Right. So we have to just take the first step. Mm-hmm. And there are people, myself, you, Others included that will hold your hand and get you to the next level, but start. when I mean, we can't do that for you. You got to make those steps to do it for yourself. When you wake up that day, and it, this is what it took for me to say, "Okay, I teach this every day. I encourage others to do it. I help others to do it. Why am I not doing this for myself?"
0: Right.
1: It, and it, it's painless. It's really painless, but the reward is so great.
0: Well, that that's that's a great word. Matter of fact, that's a great word to end on, Catherine. Uh, at the end of the day, um, keep doing what you're doing because um, the footprint that you can leave in the black community through just what you said today um, is um, is profound. Um, there's there is plenty opportunity. We need to start thinking. Past a nine to five, we need to start thinking past working for somebody. Um, you know, one of the things that you talked about when it came to real estate uh, and 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 fixing the wealth gap, um, and it just makes sense because in reality, not having access to real estate is what really created the wealth gap. That's so correct. It makes sense that that's the vehicle that we need to use to fix it. Um, so I, I I'm I'm with you. You know, myself and Brooks and Davis, we're. Lifelong partners with you. So we're going to be fighting this good fight with you for a long time. I um, appreciate that. Any any final words for the audience before I let you go?
1: I would just like to say that we cannot keep doing what we've been doing and expect it to change. Right. If you ever read the color of law, you will understand there are systematic things in place that we get up every day, mind our own business. And it's not going to help increase where we are. Right. But talking about it and not doing anything about it does not make a difference. Absolutely. Think outside the box, tap into your special talent and let it work for you. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't sit back looking at others and think that, oh, it's just going to happen. You got to put forth the effort. The opportunity where we are heading into, you hear the word recession. Don't be fooled. We are in tough times right now. That's reality. But in the the greatest millionaires and billionaires are made in these times. That's right. Forgo a movie, forgo a road trip, take that little extra money and start making it work for you, however you see fit to do that. But there are opportunities out here that you need to grab hold to, to get you to another level.
0: Absolutely, That's my parting words. There it is, Captain. Say y'all better learn the game. Stop out there <laughs> playing. <laughs> but no, this, Kathy,
1: I'm just it. I, I, it's it's the same for everybody. Right. I am completely. I can assure you that nobody is slighted when you put forth the effort. But when you don't put forth the effort you are slighted so yeah. that's the difference
0: yeah i love it i love it man Catherine. i sure appreciate you coming on and giving us the opportunity <laughs> a window into your life you gave some great thank work you. gave some great knowledge to the people uh so i from the from the bottom of my heart i want to say thank you uh for from all the bottom
1: stories. of my mind thank you
0: <laughs> and we're gonna thank keep you. We're, gonna, we're gonna keep rocking this thing together that's right absolutely <laughs> All right. So, yeah, y'all go follow Catherine on Facebook. Y'all connect with her on LinkedIn. Let's keep the conversation going. Uh, And but before I let everybody go, y'all know how I do. I got to give you an idea of what we got coming down the pipeline. Um, So um, we're going to keep this thing going at two thirty. We're going to be back live on uh, Facebook. We're going to be back live on YouTube. We're going to be doing our mastermind through tough times. Right, you know, it's just some real estate professionals talking about a little bit of randomness. Uh, our random topic today uh, is dads get wig installs and lipo section for Father's Day. Uh, so make sure y'all log on at two thirty. Uh, I know y'all are getting the notifications uh, as long as you subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow up the business Facebook page. You're gonna get the notifications when we jump on live. Jump into the conversation. We'll, we'll even bring you up onto the, onto the, uh, to the camera, uh, just to participate in our little bit of shenanigans. <laughs> so that's going to be today at two thirty. uh, tomorrow. Uh, we have a great fi- friend of the company, Mr. Keith Webster with apex mortgage is going to be, uh, he's actually hosting, uh, a Brooks and Davis sponsored event at Magiano. So we've booked one of the private rooms. He's coming in. Um, he's going to talk about some of the tools that they have one of them being that they can actually go down to 500 credit score. So they have a program um, for that. Um, It's something, you know, as real estate professionals, I've said this in the past, that we need to have multiple instruments that we utilize. It's kind of like a surgeon. When a surgeon uh, goes in to prepare for surgery and uh, the surgical tech comes in and lays out the instruments based off of uh, the sur- the surgery, uh, based off of the, the client's need, the patient's need. We're the same way. We need to have multiple instruments in our toolkit, in our belt, on our tray, on our surgical tray to help people that have whatever their specific real estate need is, whatever, whatever that thing that's preventing them from walking into this home ownership that Catherine and myself just spent the last 30 minutes talking about. Well, Keith's going to be talking about something that you need to have on your surgical table as a tool. So make sure you go to the events page, www.brooksandavis.com and reserve your spot. Uh, few, uh, it's only a few seats left, so if you want to come, you need to go now and RSVP uh, before you miss out. Uh, and that's going to be tomorrow uh, Wednesday tomorrow at 12 o'clock. Uh, with Apex Mortgage. Um, uh, and then on Saturday, uh, Keith, since we have him here, he's going to be here for about uh, un- until Saturday. We're going to go ahead and do a financial literacy class here at our corporate office. Uh, that's going to be at 11 o'clock. And it's going to replace our pre-home buy session for the month of June. Uh, but it's going to be just as powerful. Um, so if you have clients that are... Could, thinking about owning a home. So this is for my realtors. All of your clients that are thinking about and they're a little skittish, right? They're they not ready to get off the bench. They could just have them come, have them come to the literacy workshop, right? Even those clients that maybe already living in houses. You know, one of the things that Catherine talked about was accessing equity, utilizing equity and how to best utilize it. Like we're going to be talking about that stuff on Saturday as well. Have your As a realtor, this is now a great opportunity for you to go and nurture and touch your database, gives you a reason to reach out to your past clients and offer them something of value. Uh, and you didn't even have to put the event together. It's already there for you. So this Saturday at 11 o'clock, again, get the word out. All of the flyers and imp- is everything that you need to know about everything that we're doing. All you got to do is visit our events page. Um, you can register for what we have going on in our events page. Uh, So make sure that you guys take advantage of that as well. With that being said, this has been another great Real to Life podcast episode. I again want to thank my guest, Ms. Catherine Jones-Hunter. She did a a phenomenal job, as I knew that she would. Um, She's, again, credit literacy advocate, uh, along with myself. We're about helping to get more people, more black people in the homes. Again, I'm your host, Michael G. Davis, broker, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, realtor plus business coach, looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off, baby. Make it a great one. Hey, this is Michael G. Davis, CEO of Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC. I am also a realtor plus business coach. If you are currently have a real estate need, or you're in the process of getting your real estate license, or maybe you've already gotten your license. Awesome. Watch this whole video because I have some outstanding news just for you. Now, if you are considering buying a home, we want you to know that we offer at no cost or commitment to schedule a showing for you to see any property in the Houston Metroplex. But when you hire our real estate company to help you We will hold your hand and guide you through the home buying process step by step. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Or maybe you're considering putting your home on the market for sale. We want you to know that we offer at no cost or no commitment a couple of things. First is a free neighborhood buying and selling activity report for your home. This report will show you the amount of buying and selling that has taken place within your neighborhood within the most recent six to 12 months. All we need is your mailing address and email address to get the report over to you. We also offer at no cost or commitment, a free in-person property condition home evaluation. This is where one of our real estate professionals will come into your home and give you recommendations and advice on what changes to make to the condition of your home and talk with you about how these changes could help sell your home faster and or for more money. But when you hire our real estate company to help you sell your home, we will put your home in front of more active home buyers than any other realtor. Just visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more. Finally, if you are in the process of getting your real estate license, or with a brokerage firm and thinking of making a change, we want you to know that we offer at no cost of commitment for you to be able to attend any Brooks and Davis real estate firm training or event. But when you join our firm, we will show you how to get everything you want using your real estate license. And what we believe real estate professionals want are an outstanding quality of life, the freedom of having options, and the ability to pursue what makes them happy. Visit our website or give us a call at the number shown to learn more.